Hey guys, welcome to Lipstick and Laughs with Nicole and Jules. I'm Nicole, the admin for the Enraged Women Facebook group. And joining me is Jules, who is the creator of Suburban Disney Mom. Make sure to listen to all of our episodes. Last episode, Jules gave us lots of cool Disney tips. So we talked about taking our kids to Disneyland and um, our old favorite rides. It was great. On this week's episode, stay tuned because we talk a lot about being moms. We Mm -hmm. vent a little. We laugh a lot. Uh, We hope you really enjoy this episode. Thanks. Enjoy. Welcome to Lipstick and Laughs with Nicole and Jules. We're a conversational podcast about various topics like mom life, relationships, body positivity, and what's trending. We are women supporting women through chit chat and laughs. We promise to be candid, relatable, and best of all, we're not afraid to laugh at ourselves. So thanks for joining us. Enjoy. Hey everyone, this is Nicole and with me today is the fabulous Jules. Hey Jules. Hey Nicole, how are you today? I'm doing okay. I'm a little discombobulated. I think that's the theme of today's episode. <laughs> yes. I am delirious with exhaustion. My daughter's been sick and oh, I've been just watching her like a hawk all night. So, I mean, I know you know how that feels. Oh yeah, I know. So we'll get into all of those stories, but before we get started with that, we have to do our traditional, what, um, what lipstick are you wearing today? Okay. Or holding. The, the, <laughs> I have to be honest with everyone. I actually don't have the lipstick on, but I have it with me in my hand. I'll put it on later when I'm awake a little more. It's Color Pops, of course. Be- the color is Beeper, and it's like a, a nudish brown, and it's really pretty. I love the way it, it looks on... My skin tone. I feel like I say that every episode. Well, you know what? I think that's kind of the criteria of wearing lipstick is yeah. to make sure it looks good yeah. on, your, on your, your skin. color palette. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you have to make sure the color looks good on your color, right? Yeah. And, and luckily, I'm able to pull a lot of color off, but this is nude and there's nothing, you can't go wrong with a nude. So I feel like with my skin tone, you really can because oh. I... I mean, I'm 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 pretty pale, especially now that it's fall and it's going to start to be winter. And that very small tan that I was able to achieve over the summertime is just vanished. Oh, I mean, it's vanished already. Like fall started, and I woke up the next morning looking like Casper. Oh no, <laughs> you look fabulous. Oh, no, thank no, you, no. <laughs> thank you. And you know why I look fabulous? Because I have blush on. Because oh. it adds color to my face. Yeah. Even if I don't put on a lot of makeup. Like today, I just put on like BB cream mm-hmm. and a little bit of mascara and blush. And That's it's all the you blush. need. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to, you don't have to, to. And mascara. Those are my two go-tos. Blush and mascara. If okay. I have those, then I'm feeling those good. Those make you look yeah. more awake. <laughs> right? Yes, exactly. When, it, when it's that dulled down makeup effect for me, I just put concealer my eyebrows, and some lipstick. And mascara, maybe. See, that's the, the lipstick really makes your face pop. And I feel, for me, my, my eyelashes are bleach blonde. Oh. I mean, I'm looking, and I apologize if there are any albino listeners, but I look <laughs> albino without mascara. <laughs> 
super safe. I know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I like your eyelashes. They're very long. I've always really loved how long they are. Good. Yeah. You don't have to pay for them like no. me. No. Kind of... I don't feel like you have to either. Oh, thanks. Mine are really bald right now because I did have the extensions on and for a And they just wreck your eyelashes. They wreck it. Yeah. yeah. But now I got those magnetic ones where there's a liner how that you put feel? on. How do those feel? Do they feel like your eyes are heavy? And... I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. I'm afraid that I might attract like refrigerator magnets. That might be our first YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, good. Good idea. <laughs> so what lip are you wearing? I, um, well, today is a chapstick kind of, kind of good. day. Uh, I know. I know. So I just um, showed up today with my Burt's Beeswax. I'm like good. channeling Shiva here. Yeah. But this is um, pomegranate. Ooh. It has a little bit of a tint to it. It doesn't really show up on your lips very tinted, but... It looks good. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm, hydrate I'm, those lips, girl. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That's going to be a, a part of my story today about chat lips. Like, come on. Oh. These kids, man. Yep. Whew, so, we have talked about our lipstick. Let us get into the meat of this episode. We haven't come up with a f- fun, um, cheeky title so far like we did last <laughs> week, but... I texted Nicole last night at like 10 o'clock, like, can we talk about what it's like being moms? And she was all for it because I feel like both of us have had, it is only Thursday, both of us have had slightly rough weeks. Right. (laughs) So tell me, Nicole, what's going on? Well, I've just got to say, motherhood is fabulous. Yes, if you're a mother, I'm not going to complain too much, but I'm going to keep it real. Motherhood, well, yeah. and that's what the, we promised yes. in the t- in the intro of our podcast. Right, we're, we're keeping it real. We're, we're being like, candid. We're real world Seattle here. Oh, that, that was one of the good ones. <laughs> it was one of the good yeah. ones. The earlier real worlds were always the best. Yeah, real world Hawaii was my favorite. Oh, I love that one. What was her name? Ruby. She was crazy. Oh yeah, I think that was her name. Ruby, and isn't she that was wasn't Hawaiian? that? Yeah, yeah, and wasn't tech on that one tech yeah <laughs> my favorite scene of the real world is when he when ruby or i think that's her name she yeah, goes she crazy the one and she who's breaks a wasted, plate right and he goes what if we have so-? he goes stop breaking plates over there what if we have some guests over <laughs> he <laughs> and made a whole exactly career. what any black person would think <laughs> I'm like, of course, yeah. It's I always so thought hilarious. it was so funny because you know, like, like there's Tech just surrounded by a bunch of crazy white people. <laughs> he's yeah. just thrown into this house, and then yeah, he just comes up with all of these like he, real he, spicy right. catchphrases, and they're all very common sense. Yeah. And he, he, by all looks, by all means, he looks maybe the wildest the way he but looked. He was so, but he was the most yeah. normal. This this episode got sidetracked real fast. Yes. Well, the real, the real was. The bomb. I love it. I know, it. right? We'll so, have to have a whole real yes. world episode. Anyway, back to back to what we were talking yeah. about. We want to we want to talk about what it's like being a mom today. What our expectations were. What yeah. they actually turned out. What it, it actually <laughs> turned out to be. Yes. So, um, Nicole, I know you've been going through some stuff. Yes. Okay. Well, uh, it's not too deep or major. It's just that it really is. hard. Hard when your child is sick and you just mm-hmm. honestly I wished it was me I every time she's sick I and she has really bad asthma I say to God or the universe oh 
please let it be me. But of course, that's not how it happens. Yeah. They've got to get sick so they can get strong. They could be strong in the future. But um, I've been watching her and and I've got to say my expectation of being a mom was was that it was a lot easier than it yeah. is. Yeah. I've got to say, you know, motherhood is probably the worst hood I've ever been in. <laughs> weeks ago you were like what is my quote for the instagram page gonna be oh yes. that is gonna be your quote we've gotta quote week. that with yes. a nice picture of you know <laughs> it's just it's so hard i mean it looks so alluring you see all your friends are doing it everyone's it's, getting pregnant you're like i could do it's that so it's so and cute and fun you know i feel like we really and i i feel like a lot of the listeners of this podcast are probably in the same boat as us because a lot of them are our friends shout mm-hmm. out yeah hey girl but i know right but um i i feel like we kind of set ourselves up to feel like it was easier and better than it actually is because we waited um, okay. so long, not so long. I mean, I was 29, you were 30 when you had Ella or were you almost 30? Was it? I was, I think I was almost 30. Yeah. And then maybe six months later I turned. No, I, you know what? Your birthday is in March, right? I think that you had, Oh, I just yeah. turned 30. Yeah, you were and then 30. six months later I had her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I had, cause mine was born in October and she, and I was two months away from turning 30. Okay. But because That's we right. waited so long, you know, there's a lot of these younger, ugh, the younger moms that had, like my sister, she had hers when she was younger. Mm-hmm. And I felt, I'm sure she's probably, if she listens to this, she's probably like banging her head. Like there was no way any of this shit was easy. <laughs> but I looked at her like it looked so, so much easier. And her house was always clean when I went over to her oh, house. And I'm so jealous. And uh, I'm like. How how do you do it? You must have more energy than I do because, man, I have to tell you, and I had to tell myself this this morning because I feel like a lot of the time that if I don't get the effing laundry done, I feel like a failure as a person. And I had to convince myself this oh, morning no. that the laundry does not define how good you are at being a mom yes. because there are just laundry piles all over my house. On any given day. It's, it's nonstop. Oh, it's never ending. It is. It's crazy. And you have a family of four. Yes. So it's a lot of laundry. I mean. And both of them, I don't know what's going on um, with them right now, but um, my oldest, she's almost five, but she's still going through that what's the bed phase mm-hmm. probably every two weeks. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling like I'm constantly cleaning up, you know, you know, I, I, not only just the regular maintenance of washing the sheets, but constantly having to strip her sheets and wash them. Mm-hmm. And then my son, I don't know what's going on with him because he's potty training. And I'll, <sighs> and I'll, maybe he just saves the pee sometimes, but it's like every time he sleeps. Yes. He's, and, and he's, most of the time I put him in a pull up when he sleeps and he still wakes up completely soaked, the bed completely soaked. Because he just has so much pee. I don't know what's happening, but I'm feeling like... They're at their most comfortable, so they just let it loose. And and what is the deal with my son? He's hanging out in my room, just sitting on my bed, just pees on my bed. I'm, I, I'm like, <laughs> Thanks, so son. much piss all over my bed. He's marking his territory. <laughs> 
It's killing oh, me. Oh god. So you've been dealing with an as yeah, yeah. Well, you, well, you've been de- dealing with your asthmatic daughter. We all remember last week when I talked about my son who had got pneumonia and was throwing up all over the place because he hated his antibiotics, and it was like a stressful time because I was also sick mm-hmm. while I was trying to take oh, care of him. Oh, that's the worst. And then this week, he. My my in-laws came over on Sunday. This is what this is the only explanation we could come up with. My in-laws came over on Sunday and they, we spent the day watching football mm-hmm. and celebrating my husband's birthday and it was a fun time. The next day on Monday, my 2-year-old son gets it in his head that he's going to just head first barrel into into my daughter like He's tackling her, I think. Oh. I think that's where he was going with it. But he didn't realize that she was just sitting there like a perfect little angel oh. on in a chair drawing on the little easel that we have. Mm-hmm. And he just barreled headfirst into this chair that she was sitting on. Oh. And he busted his head open. Nicole, I have never, never thought that I would see the inside of my son's head. Oh. He... I mean, it's it was like that bad. It was about an inch long, uh, across his above his eyebrow right here, and he busted through the entire layer of skin. Oh no! And uh, you know, I could see like the fat underneath it, and oh. just a pool. Uh, uh, hi everyone! I hope you're not eating. <laughs> <laughs> but my God, you've got to be kidding me, kid! Like, it was one of those moments where he, I, I was cooking dinner. And I saw him do something crazy out of the corner of my eye. And then he put his hand over his head and he just started screaming. And I looked over at him and there was no blood on him because I think immediately afterwards he stuck his hand on his head. There was no blood. There was no reason for me to feel like something terrible had happened other than he was screaming, which if I'm honest, he's two. It happens often. Mm -hmm. But I looked at him and I was like, Oh my God, he, he's going to need stitches right now. That was the first thing that popped into my head. And he, when he removed his hand, it's like, oh my hell. Yes. <laughs> we need to leave right now. Oh, you got to be kidding so me. So did he go straight to the ER or to urgent care? We went to the ER because okay. last time, last time, ladies and gentlemen, this kid is two and a half years old. And this is the second time in six months that I've had to take him to get stitches. <sighs> But last time we took him to urgent care and they said, um, well, let us examine his head. And if he does need stitches, we're not licensed to do sutures here. You'd have to take him somewhere else. Who would think that? That I would not have known that. Yeah. So in, in my head, when I looked at this one, I was like, whoa, this one's like. Ten times worse. So you knew already. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to just take him to the ER because. Yeah. And. Girl, did you, have you ever been to the ER? Oh, many times. There, there is, I mean, it is more crowded than Disneyland. Yes. I was. And it is not a happy place at no. all. No. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, it would have been like a four hour wait, I'm assuming. And he's sitting there with this hole in his head. Oh. And I, kid. and there's that urgent care that's, you know, adjacent to the hospital where we live. So I called them up like. My son has a hole in his head. He probably needs stitches. Are you guys licensed to do sutures? And they said, yes, we are. If it's, if it's too bad, though, if it's, you know, like there's a lot going on, we'll have to send him back to the ER. 
So don't tell them that you're leaving. Oh, okay. Hold your yeah, spot. Yeah, hold. Yeah, so they keep okay. your spot. And Smart. Yeah, so come over here. We'll check them out. If we can handle it, we'll just call them for you and tell you that to remove you from the list. Okay. I was like, oh, they're, oh. they're little guardian angels. I know. That just show it was. Up for you. It was such a guardian angel moment. And I, I love that urgent care. I've taken my kids there two times. And one mm-hmm. was with my son, who has a huge, like, hole in his head. And the other one was for my daughter, who had gotten. And if anyone has ever heard of this, it's called Nursemaid's Elbow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That child. She was about my son's age. It must be a two-year-old thing. I don't know. But she was in a crazy phase where she was kind of, she would thrash around her body a lot. And I, and she was thrashing around her body. And I took both of her hands in my hands. And I said, honey, just calm down. You need to stop. And she just whipped her body backwards mm-hmm. and and what the nursemaid's elbow is when a it's a tendon in your arm that dislocates in young children because you know their bodies are like plastic mm-hmm. you know <laughs> so it dislocates very easily yeah and they call it that because you know it's it, very it, common yeah it, they call it that because you know maybe like a nanny would pull a child very yes. forcefully and that would happen all the time Anyway, it's very easy to fix, as it turns out. I'll, I'll have to post a video of me being like, that's it. Oh, okay. And it just pops it back okay, in. Okay, good to but know. I, but both times I took them to the, that urgent care. And, and they, they've been good? Immediately. Okay. Yeah. That's good. I yeah. mean, people really do show up for you when you're going through like a... Not traumatic, well, traumatic or stressful event of motherhood mm-hmm. is what I like to call it because it's like you can't really see clearly your emotions take over. And it's you're so true. worried, but then also you're just in survival mode and everything's for your kid, and you don't want to like drive wrong or you know or make any mistakes to make the situation worse. Yeah, so it's so true. So I'm glad they it's, were good to oh, you. Oh man, but that's that's been my week so far. And then of course yesterday I was teaching my art lessons Yay. and um and the I, I teach in there's a toddler class and then there's a about you know a five year old mm-hmm. and my son I don't know what God in his head. He's usually so independent, but he was just not having it, it that I was not paying 100% attention to him. And he just screamed at me, screamed oh. as I'm trying to teach these children about lines and how to use lines to draw things. Yeah. And he was just screaming at me. Yeah. And oh. by the time I finally got him away, just go in the other room and do your own thing, kid. Uh, my daughter, who was taking the class because she's in that age group, she um, just decides that she wants snacks and snacks and snacks. And I'm like, I can't feed all of these kids snacks. It's almost dinner time. I can't yeah. be feeding them snacks. So when I said no, she hysterically cried for 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So it was me trying to teach these children with both of my children hysterically crying. <laughs> What a marvelous day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> They're just, sometimes I feel like children have a way of just really knowing how to push you to your breaking oh, point. Oh yes. You know? I remember when I was pregnant, something my mom told me, because a lot of people kind of give it to you all very optimistically and mm-hmm. they say it's the best and, and there are parts where it is, but my mother was very real with me and took my hand, looked me in the eye and said, your kid will kill you. Oh my God. Your kid will kill you if you let them. 
Yeah. If you let them. Yeah. So it was like either you buckle up or you just roll over and get and you stomped have, on. you have a brother, right? Yes, I have a younger brother. Uh-huh. Yeah. So she had two kids. She had two. So and she's I don't like really me. know how she did two. I mean, I know lots of people have multiple kids, but I'm one and done, and I feel like I cannot handle another. But that's just my... Uh, from my experience with the two kids, I felt like um, one was harder okay. than two. Which, I mean, here's my experiences. I'm complaining about my kids holding their head and the endless crying. <laughs> but um, overall, it's... My my eldest, she was very clingy and and constantly just... I'm going to backtrack right here. So, in uh, I read a book. Look at me. Ooh, Not to brag. <laughs> a couple years ago that defined introverts at not as someone who's shy or someone who you know is awkward around people an introvert is actually someone who needs to be alone to recharge their battery Mm -hmm. and an extrovert isn't someone who's outgoing and i mean oftentimes these traits do do fall around you know come par with them but um, an extrovert is someone who needs to be around other people. So their battery gets charged exactly. when they're around others. Exactly. Okay. So my my daughter, I, she is 100% an extrovert. And she was constantly coming to me to recharge her battery. And I, as I've mentioned, and you kind of scoff, like, I can't believe you consider yourself an introvert. But yeah. I need to be alone with my thoughts. Do, like draw something or create something to feel at peace Mm -hmm. and when I constantly had someone clinging on me I felt so drained yes all the time just completely drained and then my son was born and he was able to to help to help charge my daughter's battery That is such a good thing. <laughs> so, yeah. So they, yeah, they they just adore each other and they play and they giggle and they really enjoy each other's company. And I'm able to have my own come back time. to yourself a yeah. little bit more. Yeah. Often. Okay. Yeah. So that's Very good. That's my experience with yeah having two children. They're not, and I don't want to say oh they can entertain each other, but they can. Yeah. You I know mean, that's what, truth to everything. Yeah. Said like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Like some days, and I. I read, you know, on like a mommy blog at one point that, oh, looking back, I should have let my kids play in the bath more instead of being like, you need to bathe. I need to scrub you. You need to get out. Mm-hmm. And I'm all, who lets their kid? <laughs> who, who? I mean, who, who, who is very militant about baths? Because I'm not. I yeah. throw them in the bath and I'm like, all right, guys. I'm going to keep checking on you, but I'm going to go fold this laundry because yes. this needs to be, get done. You guys can hang out in the bath for an yes. hour. You know, the bath just... <laughs> is like my own piece of meditation. It is. In the day. <laughs> Here's the bath. And then I can even be in the room with her in the bathroom and I do my, my mud mask yeah. and then I do my peel or whatever. I just, I do my own spa treatment on myself. For the, for the longest <laughs> time, um, especially when I was pregnant with my son, my daughter was extra clingy. 
and I would draw the bath for her, which is, a, you know, next to our shower in our master bedroom. So she mm-hmm. would play in the bath and I would be able to shower without her banging on the door okay, and crying for me the whole time. She would just be playing in the bath. I'd, you know, look through the glass, be like, hey, babe, oh, how you good. doing? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I guess as a mom, you kind of just have to figure out ways to not just plop your kids down in front of a TV, yes. but to find that those peaceful moments. And yes. like those one of that's one of those peaceful moments where it's like they're playing, they're being imaginative, they're doing mm-hmm. their own thing, and I'm still able to just take a breath. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think that that's very important. And just also give yourself a break. I know I am very hard on myself. Yeah. And the mom guilt is like the worst I've ever felt sometimes when she's sick or if I've made a mistake and the mistake could be very small yeah but then I blow it up in my head and then I talk to other moms and they just scoff and laugh at me like are you kidding me I did that same thing yesterday and I didn't think twice about it you know so we give ourselves just a hard time of it when I feel like we should just maybe take the extra effort and just acknowledge our our wins and 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 just gloss over those failures. Yeah, I, I feel like and, and it's it's social media. There's a lot of you know being the perfect Pinterest mommy mm-hmm. type stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, and I I do I do try and you know if I'm like oh we're gonna do this fun activity I I really do try and do it up for the kids and then you know they're interested in it for thirty seconds and then they move on and it's like I put forty five minutes yeah. Into this this, activity. uh Okay. And you guys just don't care. And I've... Maybe... So if they don't... I think if they don't care about the things that you make to make a situation or a day good, then they're definitely not going to care about the mistakes that are made. They're not going to remember, Mom, at five years old, you forgot to bathe me the night before my first day of school. Or something. Like, that's just oh, an Oh, girl, I'm down to, like, one <laughs> bath a week for those kids. <laughs> well, that's fine because out here where we live in, Val- in Valencia or Santa Clarita, our water is hard. So I actually had... I felt such relief when... Gabriella's pediatrician said, don't bathe yeah. her so often. Not yeah. that she saw her skin was, you know, bad or anything. She, I was just telling her how I felt a little guilty about missing baths or something. And she's like, no, you don't do that unless there's mud in her hair. My pediatrician just... said the same thing because, you know, when, you're, when they're babies and everyone's like, sleep, you need to get them to sleep. Yes. And then you hear a lot about, oh. All I did was establish a routine before bed and <laughs> yes. snap. Uh-huh. Aren't I marvelous? Right. I, mean, I go like talk about grand, this like a Mary Poppins. I yes. know, right? <laughs> oh, but um, I, I, I started doing that. I'm like, okay, we're gonna do a routine every single night because I can't handle you keeping me up all night. Mm-hmm. So I started doing that and it was a bath every night, every night for six months. And I took her to the pediatrician, you know, for one of her checkups. And he's like, she's got eczema. Oh, like there's okay. a lot going on here. And I'm all, I don't understand. I bathe her every night here. I'm, you know, uh-huh. I think I know everything. And he's like, he said the same thing. Don't bathe her every right. night. Right. See, even if you have every intention of yeah. doing it right. You're still doing she's it still, wrong. And you know what? <laughs> she still has eczema issues. It's driving me crazy. She's got, um, like, right 
underneath her, like right on her chin. And oh. I feel like it's because maybe she drools at night maybe. and then it it dries out her skin. But for the life of me, I can't get it. She'll come home from school and now that it's fall, it's windy. And she'll come from home from school and she's like, oh, oh. my chin hurts. It hurts. And I look at it and it's so dry. Oh. And, and my one of our what girlfriends, about oil? yeah, one of I our mean, one of our saver, I know, right? right? One of our girlfriends, she she saw this is what I use okay. because I you know I you, you know how you can kind of tell like the moms that are like you know you've got it together. yeah yeah like I I feel like you know the answer to this question sure so I asked her and she's like yeah I use this stuff my son has the same issues and I have the same and I'm like how did I know that you would be the yes. person? <laughs> we all have our strengths. Yeah. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> That's good. I'm all, you have it. No, she probably, you know, I think, I feel like she was also a nanny at one point. So she probably does Oh, a lot so more she's got an edge up on all of us. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Lucky. Oh, man. Oh, man. But I, um, back to, you know, our expectations of mommyhood, um, I thought that it was, not that it was going to be easier, but I thought that there would be more moments where you felt like you were winning. And mm-hmm. I know that you said, you know, mm-hmm. we need to uh, acknowledge. really acknowledge those. And that's probably also what I need to do. But let's just say when you work a nine to five job, you go into the work or the work day and you make yourself a list and you check off that list. And you get these projects done and you feel a sense of accomplishment because you are done with what you're doing. And what's crazy about being a mom is you're never done. Mm -hmm. You're never going to be done. I mean, sure, even you can say, oh, you're done when they're 18 and then that's who they are. But it's not true. Yes. It's not true at all. And that list keeps modifying as you're working it. it. It's modifying and it gets longer and longer and... I mean, you're you're lucky if you can check off something once every few months. Mm-hmm. It's not like you know because you sit there and you're like, I need to teach my daughter better table table manners, and it's like two years later and still <laughs> doing things that I tell her constantly not to do. Right, and you know it's one of those projects that's just never ever ending. So I don't feel like you ever get that I'm winning moment. Yes. I'm sure that, I mean, obviously there are going to be moments like she's participating in a, in a play in a couple months. So I'm oh, going to be wonderful. sitting there, you know, watching her. It's all, it's a quick scene where they just need ballerinas. Sure. You know, but she, and I've always said, oh, I feel like she's going to be an actress. So that's one of those moments where I'm going to be like, <gasps> yeah, oh, this is her, I, this is her first play that she's ever going to be in. Cause okay. I'm, and I need cool. to take footage of it because one day they're going to play that footage on E. <laughs> this True was, Hollywood yeah, story. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> like this was her humble beginning oh. at, at a playhouse in Newhall. Right, right. <laughs> Speaking of a playhouse in Newhall, I wanted to bring up that on the weekend, our mutual friend Sarah was uh, created a play, a one woman show, Mm -hmm. and it ties into what we're talking about already. It was about motherhood. It was called uh, Turkey Baster Confessional. Yep. So she had issues, as I'm sure many you know, many, many women in the nation do in the world have infertility issues. And she created a 
cabaret about it and it was brilliant it was so funny she ad-libbed a lot between songs she told her story and she sang a lot and she has a gorgeous voice too she really is such a talent and she said she wrote the play in eight days wow and then she just performed it and she was a pro and I just sat there in awe of her. I'm already in awe of her, of her because I, I kind of admire her because she's so talented and so sweet and so yeah. so humorous, just un, unknowingly of how, how strong I think she comes off and how other people perceive her, mm-hmm. which makes her feel like, I feel like she's very humble. Yeah. And so it's very, very genuine. And she she's charming and, and just... A delight. So when I watched her, I mean, I cried because I was proud of her. I cried because of the material because it's hard. I really feel for those women that strive to be mothers. And here we are complaining about being mothers. But oh well, it's all of our perspective, right? I mean, once they become mothers, I mean, I don't know if they... (laughs) Regrets their decision. No, they don't regret it. But it's just... I'm being sarcastic. But it's just... It's just every stage of it is hard. So she was really good at explaining all the different uh, methods and the scientific involvement and then also her feelings and the letdown and society's expectation. And it was just beautiful. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I really wish I could have gone. But yeah. we were at home watching football, which we're, we all know where oh, that yeah. led. Oh, that enticed Dean to go crack his head on oh, a chair. I still can't believe he did that. <laughs> oh man! I mean, I'm not gonna. I, I don't want to be. I don't want to be. Um, you know, like too obsessed with my children. But my children are gorgeous. They are. And Dean, he's got he's got a money maker. Everyone always says, you know, he's such a stud. And yeah. it's like, kids, stop. I mean that hair. busting your head open. Yes, like that's. That's his moneymaker. I know. <laughs> I mean, but I guess, I, as long as my daughter doesn't, this is very sexist. <laughs> I guess as long as my daughter doesn't correct. do it, yeah. like, he doesn't, it's fine if men have scars on their face, I guess. I, you know? Yeah, I mean, they, it's sexy on older men, I think, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he'll do fine either way. Yeah. I know it. He's already got the charm down. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. He's so smart, too. So brilliant at his young age. You can kind of tell by the words he uses, yeah, and how how he just is able to maybe because the bigger kids bring him up because he's around the older kids and it, her, it, you know, River's friends and you know I I and maybe it's just my personality, but oh, I remember when River was a baby baby and everyone would come around her and they would. Say they would speak in baby voices to her, and that just drove me crazy. Yeah, and I still hear, um, you know, other people speaking to their children in baby voices, and it's like your kids are in elementary school. <laughs> Why are you talking like that? <laughs> so I, from the very beginning, I was like, you know what, I am just, I'm just going to speak to her like she's a real person. You know, from a from the very beginning, and I I feel like that really helps with vocabulary and development mm-hmm. because they're not you know, oh why aren't you just a little cutie oh, you know things that like that. Me too. Yeah, I and, never really talk to her like that. Yeah, I just speak to her to my daughter like yeah. like a regular person, and if I say a word that she doesn't understand, sometimes I'll ask her if she does if she knows what that means. 
But I mean, honestly, uh, she asks me, what, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. And I'm proud of her that she's comfortable to ask that yes. because it's, it's her being inquisitive and figuring out ways to solve problems like critical thinking skills, which I think are so important mm-hmm. in raising kids because uh, our kids are two our both of our kids are now in elementary school and I feel like there's a lot of emphasis on testing mm-hmm. on, they're not they're not they're not doing the tests now because yeah, they're so very little. young they don't do that at TK but you know I, I I've attended meetings for the school and there's so much emphasis on the testing that what what are we really teaching the kids with the tests I you know, like to fill in bubbles and to regurgitate knowledge. Right. I mean, I know that a lot of them are open-ended questions, but you still just teach them how to respond to an open-ended question. You, there's still a structure. There's still, you know, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'd rather them um, ask questions, and maybe they don't know everything, but if they figure out how to get their knowledge, I think that's more valuable than actually having the knowledge. Yeah. If, if, you know, if my daughter comes to me and says, mommy, what does this mean? I don't say, well, this is it. I kind of lead her to the answer. That's good. You know? Yeah. I feel like that's, that's something that's valuable for kids. And it's all very like, as time permits, you know, you know, I mean, that's ideal. I do think having one maybe leans for more of a, like a more one-on-one with my daughter and I, we have more time together so I could focus and get more deep with how she's she's learning and know what's going on. And not that others don't, but yeah. I feel like I can just really, really um, help her learn because things like that um, just... You don't want your child to ever go out in the world and just expect an adult to solve their problem for them. Exactly. You want them to... Figure it out on their own. But if they do need that help, they could find somebody later. But they don't look right away for somebody. They're able to do it now or do it for themselves. Uh, One of my old colleagues, um, when I had a career, I remember she, um, I mean, she's actually a pretty prominent blogger now. But uh, in one of her articles or one of her posts, whatever she did, um, she had mentioned, and this really stuck with me. I read it. When, when my daughter was a baby and, um, and she said, we're not raising children, we're raising adults, mm-hmm. we're raising them to be adults, we're not raising them to be kids. If you hold their hand too much, then they're never going to learn anything, mm-hmm. they're never going to learn how to figure out things on their own. And maybe I'm one of those moms that, I mean, yes, I sit there and I'm like, I'm going to put together this fun activity for you guys, but I'm, I'm also not... The, the helicoptery mom mm-hmm. type. I'd rather let them go off and explore and fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, call me crazy. I know there's a lot of people that are like, "What?" Like my husband. She's pushing her kid down. I know, That's right? My, know. Like no. if my my husband would make sure they don't fall, one hundred percent of the time. But here I am, like, you know what? They're doing. You know, they're balancing weird, mm-hmm. or they're like standing on something, and if they fall off of it. Yes. I mean, they have to I, need to know 
what it would feel like yeah. if they do fall yeah. so that they learn not to fall when they, they would hurt. When they were learning how to walk, I would just let go of them and let them fall on their butts. Mm-hmm. You know, let them let them make mistakes because the, the, really with the mistakes is where I feel like they learn the most. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes those mistakes come at a cost because you end up with a kid with a huge hole in his head. <laughs> but, but... I Rest assured, I'm really hoping he never tries to tackle anyone again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those, like, ugh. I mean, they they were just, you know, playing in the little play area. It wasn't anything, they weren't doing anything crazy. Yeah, if they start doing something dangerous, then I'm like, no, do not do that. That is not okay. Like, if they're jumping on beds and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. that is not, but, um... I, yeah, I, I feel like I'm more of the free-range mother yeah. than, than a lot of mothers these days. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, compared to me, you definitely are. You, in your, the way you mother, it, it, I always feel great after leaving a play date with you because oh. I learned from you that I should just relax and let go a little. I'm not helicopter, but I have helicopter tendencies. <laughs> there you go. Right? <laughs> So, maybe another characteristic of a one, uh, only child mom. But I just, I don't hover, but I watch. Mm-hmm. And I try to control the surroundings, but not in the in the way that I want things to not be authentic or her not to hurt herself. Yeah. But I, I just want the best scenario to come out of everything. But I know that's not realistic. Yeah. So... When I leave your house or being somewhere with you, I think, okay, I can let go a little bit more. I could just do my thing. It's easier, you know. I mean, even our Disney trip, um, I noticed, you know, you're much more comfortable with crowds <laughs> than me. Oh, you know? really? Yeah, and I don't know if it's because Dis- you're in your Disney element. Yeah. But I, I, <laughs> I have this fear of... My child is the best looking kid in the world, and if it's any true. human trafficker tries to grab a kid, mine will be the first to go. <laughs> so I always, you know, lock hands with her, and I just think I I don't know. Maybe it's a it's a false sense of security, but I always feel um, secure at Disneyland because there are cameras everywhere, and there uh-huh. are um, there are secu- there's security everywhere and for that person to be able to get out of the park with a child that's not theirs i feel like would be very very, very well. difficult okay. yeah good yeah um ugh. i mean ugh, here you are i'm yeah. all planning my next disneyland trip and then you're like oh, sorry. your child's going to get abducted <laughs> i just read <laughs> i read and watch a lot of uh True crime, like I've always said on every episode you've listened to so far. Yeah. You know, I, so I am prepared for the worst. Maybe that makes me neurotic and a nervous freak, but... I don't think so. I don't think know? it makes you a nervous freak. I think it, I mean, it just makes you a mom. And mm-hmm. that's what's so strange. There's just different, so many different ways to be a mom and to be a good mom. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you, there's, there's completely one side and a, yes. the other like the other the crunchy side. fitness yeah. mom I don't know if I should put those together because they could be different they are the, different yeah, yeah. The, but I like to lump them together because I'm neither but <laughs> the crunchy mom is like the hippity dippity mom who who 
who maybe uh, puts oil instead of medicine, oils instead of medicine on their child to, you know, heal yeah. their their flu. Probably, <laughs> probably heal my kid's eczema. Yeah. Ugh. Not that oils don't work, but, you know, there's those moms that go through that extreme, and then there's the moms that take their kid to ER if they have one cough. I know. You know? So oh. I'm somewhere in the middle. <laughs> well, I think that's where most of us fall is somewhere in the middle. You know, I... I, I'm, I'm not super crunchy about um, snacks and stuff, but here I am with a worm compost in my backyard. Like, Ooh. like don't throw away your apple cores. Give it to the worms. Yes. You know, and, and I would probably roll my eyes at someone that's like, this is an all-organic granola snack with flaxseed oil. <laughs> you know, that would probably, yeah. I would be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but pick I, and choose. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and you kind of have to pick and choose the things that you, um, th- that you feel like wasting your worry on. Yes, you know, because it is the things that you are trying to do. It, it ends up just being worry. Mm-hmm. That, that, as a mom, every everything just translates into worry. Yes. And I mean, the like scenarios that I have come up with in my head, I could write the next Final Destination. Oh my movie. god. From the top of my head, just because I'm that type of person, yeah. you know? But, I, I mean, I, I know I do the oils a lot. I do a lot of, you know, uh, not meditation, but I don't tell her it's meditation. I play, you know, spa music, and then we draw, and I yeah. feel like, you know, that's better than than being sat in front of the television yeah. watching the same episode of something. What I like to do is um, play kids audiobooks oh good yeah and then we paint or we draw and she just loves it yeah I I feel like our daughters are very similar my son would never sit there and do that and and I mean yeah he might sit there and think he's two and a half no of course he's not going to do that but my daughter at two and a half would do it Mm -hmm. she would sit there and she would draw and paint with me and we would spend this like quality time together sweet but my son just has no interest yeah. In in those calm moments like that, you know? Okay. Well, um, everyone's different. Yeah. If, if for him, his his favorite place to be is in a sandbox in the backyard. He's just all about that sandbox, man. But it, and I, I don't want to go outside and play in the sandbox. So I always feel bad, like, go outside. Yeah. Please. And I know a lot of moms um, would probably be shocked to hear me say that he, he would go out in the backyard by himself Probably at about one. Oh. I, I think when we, we put in the um, sandbox when he was about, when I think around his first birthday. Okay. So he would just go out there. And my kitchen is, a you know, right, yeah, you right at the back him. door. Yeah. yeah so maybe I'd be making dinner and he'd be in the backyard playing yeah. in a sandbox. And he was never that baby that would put things in his mouth. So I knew he wasn't eating the sand. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it was a controlled environment. And I'm like, you know what? He's in the backyard by himself. Like, and I don't two, need to be two there. Two things come up for me when I hear you talk about sandboxes. I think, one, I'm very impressed that you even have one. I know. <laughs> Most moms would be like, forget that. I'm not having a sandbox because of the mess. But that's good. I'm glad that you have one, and I, I like to use it with my daughter, too. So I know. Thank you. I know, right? <laughs> and then, two, is that 
it's a very controlled sandbox because it's in your home. It's not like the park where you have to worry about needles and such That's or bugs true. Or, That's true. or red ants or, you know, something like that. So, oh, man, can I, I'm going to, cause you brought up red ants. I'm going to tell you a quick story. Um, I, my, I think my son had maybe, I don't think he was one yet. He was probably 10 months old. And we went out to my mom's house. My mom was, she's going to, if she listens to this podcast, she's going to be like rolling her eyes. Like, I can't believe you're telling this story. She still feels bad about it to this day. But we went out to my mom's house to spend some time out there. And she lives out in the middle of the desert, you know, um, on a, a big ranch with all these animals. But it's the desert. You know, there's snakes there. There's a, a lot of red ants. There's, you know, there's okay. uh, scorpions. There's predatory stuff out in the middle of the desert. I mean... You'll okay. we'll find that here in Santa Clarita. But we spent the night and we wake up the next morning and we're just sitting there enjoying our coffee and River's playing. And she stands up and she looks at us and she just starts screaming bloody murder. I mean, oh, no. bloody murder. I've never heard until, until my son busted his head <laughs> open the other day. I've never heard a scream like that before in my life. And I run over to her like, what is the wrong? What is wrong? And she said, um, her legs are burning. And oh. I look down and her legs are covered in red ants. Oh. And I don't know if you know the way red ants operate. They climb on you and um, they all send out a signal to bite at the same time. Oh. So they they all climbed on her Devil and she, ants. yeah, and they, she, maybe she didn't notice, maybe, you know, but they were all climbing on her and they all chomped down at the same time. So like, I mean, her legs were covered in bites. Okay. It was, oh my gosh. it was pretty crazy. And they had gotten into my mom's house in the house, which that's unheard of for red ants. You okay. don't usually see red ants come in Unless the house. brought in by accident. Yeah. Uh, no, I think I, 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 maybe one of them like latched onto someone's shoe and mm-hmm. then he found the, the cracker crumbs that my daughter had left all over the living room and they were attacking the cracker crumbs and... <laughs> Oh, that poor girl. So terrifying. That poor girl. I felt so bad for her. I mean, that is one of those moments where you feel like a failure. Yes. How do I not realize? You don't go there thinking, I think that she'll get bitten by red ants. Let me just let that happen. And not 30 seconds later, my son was... Um, you know, my mom lives in the desert. She has decor out, and and one of them was this little tiny little potted cactus in her bathroom, okay. and he comes waltzing out with his hand just. Or was it? I think it might have been my daughter. Maybe oh, she went to. The, she, bad day she, for her. I know she had all these prickles in her. Oh, oh my gosh! She's like, I just can't catch a break. She couldn't catch a break. <laughs> that poor thing. Oh man. But then you get to, you know, as you grow up, you, or as they grow up, you get to laugh about that yeah. time that you got attacked by red ants. Exactly. At you could house. tell her if she remembers, great. If if not, you'll be there. She to remembers her. it because I even I made a scrapbook page about it. Oh, it's like good. a whole thing. Oh, it's set in stone. Then. I know she's That's forever good. gonna remember gonna that. Be, yep. I know. It's funny because you look back at these memories that you have had as a kid, and it's like, do I remember them? Or do I remember them because we talked about them? Yeah. You know? Or because there was that one picture from that day. And, like, how... Maybe... You know, you mentioned scrapbooking, and and I just had a ping of mob guilt because I actually haven't done, like, the baby book I started for Ella. 
was maybe filled out the first couple of months of her life, and then I never went back to it. I filled out the baby, baby, like the actual baby book for my daughter, but I didn't even, I didn't do it for my son at all. Okay. But I have their, I have scrapbooks for them. And, okay. You know that, I, I think I changed my focus to actual making a scrapbook. Because oh, I like that. I that like being be able to start from better. scratch yeah. rather than a page. This is where you put the picture. And now I'm going to talk about yeah. this. Because a lot of the time I felt like I was filling in something. I'm all, oh man, they gave me eight lines it's to write like about homework. their first tooth. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm all, what am I supposed to say? That they got their first tooth on this day and sleep sucked for a week. Yeah. You know, what am I supposed to say <laughs> about it? It <laughs> happened. Uh, next page. Yeah. I know, right? It, it, yeah. I just gave up on that. And then I still, I got quite a few and I felt really bad because I haven't filled out anything. So. Yeah. I mean, maybe I, when I she's just, older, we'll start up scrapbooking. Well, together. I I'm, or maybe you should, now you should just come over to my house and scrapbook. Every, Thank you. Maybe like once a week, I'll do one or two okay. pages, and I'm always behind on okay. scrapbooking. But whatever. Why I mean, not? It's, I mean, yeah. I just I think the hardest thing for me is getting started, and then once I'm in it, then I'll love it. You know. Yeah. But that's one thing that I use my Instagram for is because oh good, I got a picture of that. You know, this really did happen. Well, they they have um, those companies now that will pull your posts from like Facebook and make a book out of it. Okay. You could do that. Yeah. Good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that would be very customized and professional looking. Yeah. So I, you know what be... we should do? We should um, look up that company I'm talking about and tag them in a post on Instagram. We like, should. Check us out. Talking is about it, your is company. Is it Shutterfly? Or maybe that's one of them. No, there's one that specifically does like a Facebook book where it'll, oh, okay. it'll do it'll have your picture and it'll have your caption and then it'll also have people's comments oh wow that you want i mean you can yeah. obviously pick and choose though i think good that, yeah <laughs> good i know some right? people you just yeah <laughs> i know i was like oh cool the my dad's friend yeah, yeah. Or that chick that i went to science class with on 10th grade i'm all this is a post to. about my son there's nothing to do with trump Right. Don't bring politics in this. This is a kid's picture. So it's what so if he true. happens to like a red hat oh or there? Gosh. No, I'm just I know, kidding. Right? <laughs> yeah, maybe I did put him in that red tie. Yeah. And so very triggering hair. for you. I know. And you have to comment. But okay. That's awesome. Yes. So it's been very nice talking about motherhood. We will continue to talk about motherhood. Ongoing discussions. I feel. I, mean, I, I, I just feel like we both needed to vent about our situations. Poor Nicole over here hasn't had sleep in three, three days. days. Yeah, I've been giving my daughter breathing treatments. Oh my gosh. I've been watching her, checking her heart rate and her breathing and her oxygen and just hope to God that she's okay at school because she's now just went back. I went and talked to the nurse, talked to the teacher, <laughs> made sure I know I look crazy, but no, you know, but I, I mean, have to be careful. Yeah. I mean, I, I often joke that with my son specifically, cause my daughter was never this way, but I feel like most days I'm just trying to make sure he doesn't kill himself. <laughs> and you know, some days that's all you can do. Well, guess and what? Some... So far today you're winning. I don't know, man. He's at home with his dad, so we'll see. <laughs> see oh, what you get. Home I know, to. right? He's gonna have like more stitches on his head. Oh, <laughs> that poor kid. Oh, oh man, good fun. But yeah, I feel like we both just needed an hour to to vent and to 
to I think also make light of the situations because it's like therapy. This yes. podcast, guys, if you are thinking about going to therapy, may I suggest starting a podcast? Right. That's going to be my quote. Okay. <laughs> yes. It it's is. very good for you. Yeah. It's good because you think certain things and you make it worse in your head. But when you talk to your friend and then mm-hmm. you talk out loud on a platform such as this, yeah. then it's like you you can kind of hear how ridiculous you sound. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then you realize everything goes into perspective. Yes, it's very it's very true. And I I, I do appreciate having once a week to get together with another mom, even if we're not talking about mom stuff, like if we're mm-hmm. talking about celebrity stuff, just just to be able to catch up and laugh because as as moms, sometimes you put that to the back burner. Like and we you know, getting together with your friends isn't something that you put as a priority. So right. I like having this like goal of we must post this on Thursday. Yes. We it, have it is, to record. It is Thursday morning, you guys. We are going to post this in a couple hours. Yeah. Normally, we get together on Tuesdays to make sure that the content was good, maybe get a little editing in there to really figure out our strategy. But well, this week has been kind of a hell week. Yeah, not this week. Yeah. This this week. Week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I think it's a fantastic episode and it's very relatable to a lot of people. I yeah. Hope, so... Oh, look, I'm, I'm just now learning that the maximum recording time is an hour, and we are approaching that. Okay. We could just gab on and on yes, for an hour. But thanks, for everybody, for listening. Yes, thank you so much. This has been the Lipstick Laughs, po- Lipstick and Laughs with Nicole and Jules. I got it right for once. Somebody send me a cookie. <laughs> um, I am Jules. I'm the one and only suburban Disney mom. Check me out on Instagram. You can find us, um, the podcast on Instagram as well at Lipstick Laughs Podcasts. And Nicole over here is the admin for the Enraged Women's Group on Facebook. And you can also find that on Instagram. Yes. Um, if you're Finding this podcast through a link that we posted somewhere. You can also find us on Spotify and on Anchor FM. Yeah, and I think I got to notice some, also something else. Google yes. podcast. Yes, so. Google podcast. We are branching out. Woo-hoo. Uh, thank you all so much. Do your millennial duty and tell everyone about this fabulous podcast. It makes you feel like you are talking to friends. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Mwah. Mwah. This has been Lipstick and Laughs with Nicole and Jules. If you'd like to be featured on our podcast, please reach out to us at lipstickandlaughspodcast at gmail.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you again next week.